Well, fuck, we don't need an introduction. We are blessed to have yes. the, the magnificent Jeremy McWilliams with yes. us. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, thank you so much for um, taking time out of your summer holidays to come and chat to us. And we can blame Simon Crafar for this because he put me up to it and he's obviously put you up to it as well. <laughs> sure, yeah. That's nice to be here, guys. Um, yeah, I've listened to plenty of your of your work. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah we're we're really sorry. <laughs> uh, where are you? Where are you now? Uh, one second. He just crashed his are we car. Still here? Yeah, yeah, we're still here. Yeah, it's beautiful blue sky. I can see. My car's just decided to switch off. <laughs> one second. Maybe you're not allowed to do podcasts while you're driving. It's one of them new <laughs> fangled fuckers. It's a safety thing. Yeah, it is. But um, Jeremy's he, sitting in his car talking to us on his phone. He look like he looks like he's. <laughs> at the, yeah, gotcha, gotcha, but I, I think he's, right. he's parked somewhere. He's, gotcha. he's going dogging. Are you in Ireland? <laughs> dogging. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm in Northern Ireland, which is uh, uh, on the north coast. Actually, I'm sitting in in a very iconic place right on the north coast where we raced at the Northwest 200. Oh, yeah. So. This, this coast road, which is right alongside me, is the is the the, the, the famous coast road from uh, Church, well, from Metropole Church Corner, right the way through Black Hill and down to the start finish here, uh, well, through Juniper Chicane, then then into the start finish. We're right on the on the north coast, which is where we race in May time in uh, the Northwest Two Hundred. Fantastic. Um, before we get into that, can we just briefly cover what happened on the weekend in MotoGP? Just to get that out of the way, yes, because a lot of things changed <laughs> at the end of the straight and the next corner. Did you watch? Sure. The, you obviously watched the race. Yeah, yeah, quite, quite. Uh, I mean, Barcelona is pretty well known for first lap incidents, isn't it? I mean, it's got to be the most uh, the most dangerous circuit in the world for first lap incidents or first corner incidents as we've seen in the past. But yeah, uh, what what can you say that? Bastianini, Bastianini was a little bit over exuberant, or you know, <laughs> lost, lost, lost his lost his marbles a little bit. But yeah, I I, I think that the, you know the punishment didn't really fit the crime. I think there should have been more to it than 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 the penalty he he received for that. Well, he's, he's going to miss three races, so uh, he's just had surgery on his hand and his foot, so um, he's going to cop a bit. Yeah, and, and Pecco then high-siding himself in the next corner magnificently, I might add. That was one of the finest high-sides I've seen in a long time. <laughs> and then <laughs> turned himself into a speed bump. Yeah. So for a lot of the uh, view, uh, listeners, I shouldn't say viewers because they can't see us, um, a lot of our listeners are, are younger ones that, don't, that haven't watched a lot of the older GPs from yeah. 20 years ago. You were racing back then against Rossi. You put it on pole in 2002, I remember, at the Phillip Islands. <laughs> I love this yeah, one. on a shitbox. <laughs> <laughs> so I still, I look back on that and I, I still shake my head how you managed to put that thing on pole against up against the bikes that you were riding against. It was, yeah, that was amazing. I guess that's just no violent for you. It's, it's, it's quite different, isn't it? Because it's so flowing, you know, and uh, and there's so few start stops in it that uh, you know the, the bigger uh, capacity bikes didn't have such an advantage, but. Yeah, it was a little bit of determination as well because I love the place. You know, it is my favourite circuit, and I suppose whenever you're, you know, you're riding at Phillip Island, it's it's unlike anywhere else in the world. It's, you know, it's it's such a flowing circuit, and you know, if you remember back then, if you looked at the 250 times, I think when Oliver Jack and Nakano were fighting each other, their 250 
race times were actually quicker than the 500cc the GP times at one stage. Mm. They, yeah. they were they yeah. were right they were right on a, on about the same average you know speed as 500 was. You're you're, you're actually quite an amazing human being. I mean, at, at the age when, when most men are kind of putting their fucking feet up and going, oh, I've, I've, I'm done. Yeah, you know, I'm going I'm, to play golf I'm now. I'm going to play golf now. I'm going to open a brothel like McDoohan or whatever the <laughs> fuck, right? <laughs> yeah. Jerry McWilliams, what does he do? He goes and races fucking baggers in the United States. <laughs> what the fuck is that even? Jesus Christ. How dude. did that come up? How did you get into it? Yeah, what the fuck happened there? I do end up in some, you know, strange and wonderful positions sometimes. And, you know, I've got to keep thanking my lucky stars that, that factories like Indian are calling me and asking me to come and ride for them because, you know, it's not at that my time, as you said, as you quite, <laughs> as you just pointed out, you know, in my career, it's, uh, it's, it's, it, I'm it's pretty blessed that I'm still racing or still able to race, should I say, and still able to race competitively. But yeah, it came about because, um, uh, I got a call in 2020, uh, whenever they were about, that series was just about to start. And, uh, you know, it was from SNS Cycles and they basically asked me, would I come over and look at, uh, riding at Daytona? Uh, and of course, you know, I, I said exactly what you just said. What, what the hell, what the trig is that about? <laughs> You're going to race cruisers around Daytona? And they said, yeah. Uh, Good. We think it's going to be quite successful. <laughs> <laughs> it's huge, but they were right. Yeah. They were right. It's um, you know, people... yeah. Well, they were they were dead right. They were really right. I mean, it's it's become a, a bit of a phenomenon, hasn't it? Yeah. And um, you know, there's been an agreement now with with um, BSB. You know, that they're going to write. They're going to do some collaboration in, in, in British Championship. So. Maybe there's more to come. Maybe I'll be back again even next year, right into the BSB. But the, be... the, the, how it came about was: Would you come over? Would you come over and do it? You know, firstly, would you would you would you actually look at this? And I said, yeah, of course. And then, unfortunately, COVID stopped all that. We got locked down, and of course, you know, they took Tyler O'Hara on, and they did. Obviously, he's done a great yeah. job with them and stayed with them. But they they came back to me and said, you know, when when all lockdown was lifted, and we could travel back to the states, and said, would you still be willing to come and do it? And that's, of course, I said, yeah, I'll, I'll do it, and I've ended up with a two-year contract from them. That's so, fantastic. I mean, what yeah. when 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 I first heard about this, I, I thought they're fucking racing baggers. The Yanks, the Yanks have gone completely batshit crazy. Because I remember we had a series here in Australia called the Roaring Sporties. Oh, yeah, and it was right. like it was like the only people having a good time were the guys on the bikes. For for us, it was like watching paint dry. You know, <laughs> they'd come around the, around around Turn Twelve, Philip Island, Harley uh, Sportsters, yeah. Harley Sportsters. You know, and it was and, old. We're, old. We're talking twenty five years ago. Yeah, twenty five years ago, they, they weren't real quick, and everyone would go and sort of you know go and get lunch take while they were going make a piss. You know, <laughs> but the guys on the track were having a great time. They were, yeah. But um, and I thought this is going to be like that. It this is so fucking not like that at all. No. Obviously, technology, bike technology, and these these are not the baggers that you're going to go in your showroom and buy with your t-shirts with your Indian and Harley t-shirts. These are these are fucking serious motorcycles. But the, the- yeah, and it's it's become it's become so serious between the two manufacturers for us that that you know it's it's turned into a real shit fight between the two because obviously this is. As they see it, you know, this must yep. sell motorcycles on Monday. If, if they're bringing that many through the door right now and that many pay for view or whatever they want to watch it on YouTube or whatever it might be, then it's, it's doing what it's supposed to do. You know, it's, it's, it, it's a great, uh, advertising, uh, w- w- 
you know, for 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 each of the brands that that they're running at the front of this, and it is it is a spectacle. And you know, you look at the lap times in some places; they're as quick as Super Sport lap times. Um, <laughs> That's crazy, you know, unbelievable. Reaching a hundred and you know, 185 miles an hour, whatever at Daytona. It is. It is the resumption of hostilities between Harley and Indian. Well, it goes back. It doesn't goes it? back to, to, to 1920. Yeah, you know, it's those like, board races and you yeah. know, the wrecking crews and all yes. that shit. It was. It was spectacular. But um, it, uh, uh, once again, the astonishment for me is that you're fucking doing it. You, you, you know. I mean, you're you're racing against guys, and I mean, I don't want to belabor the point, but dude, they're, they're like fucking twenty five, thirty years old. You know. <laughs> how how how, well, how do you... why, why can't I? I mean, the question always is, you know, why why can't you? If, you, if you're, I mean, we're we're also uh, Tyler and I are leading the the Super Hooligans. Yeah, championship. we're actually tied on points going into the last round, so. There's a you know there's a bit of pressure coming up this weekend that, that you know one of us has got to take the, the crown home and you know he got it last year and I, I feel it's my turn to have it this year so and I wish you the best of, I wish you the absolute best of luck we'll for be that cheering for you yeah then. we'll absolutely be cheering for you how do you how do you motivate yourself how do you, you know how do you keep yourself fit how you know there's got to be obviously a level of fitness these things aren't you know they're not they're not light <laughs> <laughs> they're, a, they're they are a handful uh, aren't they yeah they're 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 like uh, we, you guys work in kilos. They, those guys work in pounds. But in kilos, it's about two hundred and ninety kilos. So it's about a hundred, hundred and ten heavier, heavier than a sports bike. But you know they they're making you know two hundred newton meters of torque. You know there's a hell of a lot of horsepower. These things are quite a handful. Yeah. So you, it, it's a good motivation to go back to the gym. You know you're not going to ride one of these if you're not training. If you're yeah. if you're not really That's in right. the gym three four times a week, then you know you're not you're not going to be able to ride one of these. You know, it's just they're physically demanding. Um, it's a bit of a, you know, it, 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 it's quite, I'd say, mentally demanding as well because you know what's coming up. You know, you, you know you can't make any mistakes, and you also know that everybody that you're racing against out there is gaming 110, percent and that's really how the, the, those bikes are being ridden right now. Nobody is giving an inch, and the reason why that is because there's so many big bonuses in offer for it. You know, there's it's it's quite a it, Quite a good reward for for doing well on one. So, what is what is your take on American road racing and and in general? And I mean, we haven't had an American doing very well in in the World Championship for quite a long time. Is this is is the series getting better? And is is it because of things like the the Super Hooligan and and the baggies? Well, I guess yeah. When when Chuck and Win kind of took over the whole Moto America thing, you know, they they, they shook it up a little bit and, and brought these other uh, these other classes in to see what what was going to stick. I guess it, it was a, it, it's a test to see you know what the public like, what's what's going to bring more viewing figures, and then they they put them on the different social platforms so that, that you know you can watch one on one and one on another and all the rest of it, and, and it's and it seems they work quite well as far as. Um, you know, bringing American racers into World Championship. I, you know, I, I, when you see the likes of Bobier, um, you know, the level that he races at, or he raced at in, in Moto2 and then coming back over and running again straight at, again at the front in, in Moto America, they have got talented, a lot of very talented riders, you know, Joe Roberts and Sean Dylan Kelly and those guys that I, I believe should are, and quite rightly deserve uh, places in, in World Championship. Uh, you know, they, if you take any of the, you know, the, 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 a number of the top guys in, in Moto America, I, I still believe that, you know, they're they're all capable of running at the front 
in, in World Championship once once you've you know they've they've got their head around loaded too because there's no easy way in you know you've got to come off a either a super sport 600 bike or a or a or a you know super bike in moto america and then jump onto moto 2 and then learn your trade again so i guess there's, there's always that moto 2 is so competitive um there's no easy way into into um world level racing and once those kids are there you know i've spoken to joe roberts about it and once once he's in there you know you're you're left in europe on your own you're, you're having to fend for yourself and basically go from from track to track and back to the apartment it's a, it's a hard old life a really hard old life and you can see that's why you know yeah Obia has come back again yeah and i mean the same for australian riders too when they it's a long way to go it's a long way to go even further for australian riders and a lot of money and, and we, we, we've we never really had that much success with the older riders going over it no. in the recent times. It's it's our younger riders that are going over there very, very early, 15, 16, and slogging it out in the junior worlds. And now we've got this mini GP, which is also in America. So this this could be another avenue as well for the, for the Americans. Sure, absolutely. Um, you know, I spent, I, I was in Spielberg for the weekend and visited the Red Bull rookies and you know, and, and, and watch them closely because, you know, we have a, there's a young rider in there from Ireland. I went over to see him, see how he's getting on. And, you know, when you see how, how difficult that is and how hard they're trying, riding through pain and injuries and all the rest of it, you know, you wouldn't wish your worst enemy <laughs> into, <laughs> into those classes right now. And I'm, I'm being serious. You know, it's, it's such a hard thing for young kids to, to, to adapt to and and get their head around and then be competitive and you know week in week out fighting the most competitive the fastest riders in the world but, to, to score a point. But but surely that's always been the case. Even when you started out, it couldn't. Have, it was you know you had to ride through pain. All 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 races who start out at you know at the beginning, yeah, but you're doing through, it at twelve and thirteen years old. Yeah, well, sure, that's the thing. They're tougher at that age. <laughs> Probably, They're yeah. more resilient. Right? Probably are. <laughs> So, MotoGP. Honestly, yeah. Sorry, go on. If you watch, if you, sorry, sorry. If you, sorry to button, If you watch them, you know the the one thing they don't have, and, and it, it's quite scary to watch, is they do not have any fear. There's absolutely zero yeah. fear. They they've managed to 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 to, to you know work out how to how to put fear behind them completely. They've got zero fear, and you know, and I suppose that's why you know those those junior races are 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 so competitive and, and so. Great to watch, you know. Like you know, look at Moto Three at the weekend. You know, look yeah. at that last lap in Moto Three. Unbelievable, yes. It was incredible. It's an incredible lap, and you know, but every race in, in Red Bull rookies is like that. <laughs> yeah, but the, and any of those junior championships. Jeremy, Jeremy, you you you've raced the Irish road races. You raced you know all sorts of stuff, and you're racing baggers. How do, you don't have any fear? You couldn't possibly have any fear. You know, it's, it's you, definitely, you, you, you definitely get some as you get older. You definitely get a little bit of fear in you. you have to, you'd have to have some. That's why you're still you've alive. Got to, you've got to, you've got to try to, you've got to try to leave it, you know, behind when you get on the bike. But yeah, you do. There's a lot of fear. Certainly, not, no. I can't really call it fear, but you know, trepidation just before, before, and you're on the lead up to a race, particularly like here on the north coast. Whenever you're going to race a a, a road race, it, you know. On this iconic track that we're sitting on, it's um, yeah, uh, it's it's always there. There's always something there. But I think when you look at the, the kids, there's absolutely it's not there. Or they they're better at hiding it, or, or or they're you know they look like they've got absolutely no fear. But the 
you know, up and coming, you're talking about 13 year olds. Remember, I didn't start racing until I was 23. And then I didn't get into World Championship until I was 29. So I started very, very late compared you, to these kids. You might get up for it now. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's true of a lot that's of. Why. But that's, that's true. Of, why, yeah. but that's true of a lot of races from that era. Like you know, Kevin McGee, same thing. It, it, I don't think he was twenty-four until he started yeah. racing, really yeah. going over and racing. And uh, so it, it, that was that era. It is now such a big sport from the grassroots. They, they're racing at five years old in, in Spain. I, 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 do, I do want to ask Jeremy. Uh, obviously, MotoGP has changed and keeps changing at, at, at a at an exponential pace, it, it's different every year. There's there's more weirdness coming up, guys. You know, my age and your age, and we're of an age. You know, um, I was talking to Jeremy Burgess at the island um, last year, and he he was saying that, that a lot of the um the animosity between the riders seems to have disappeared. You know, they're out, they're now all very very modern, very you know friendly, very you know Pecco's team is is eating dinner with Fabio's team. You know, back back in the day, fucking you know Rossi and Biaggio punching each other in the fucking head in Park Fermi. There was a- absolute atavistic hatred, you know, um, and and that was a great part of the sport. Um, you know, do you, can you shed any light on that? Uh, have you noticed the same thing? Yeah. Well, I mean, some stories about you know what you're saying are absolutely dead true. You know, the, the funny thing is, you know, any time that we turned up to to race, I mean, I'm talking about we privateers when we started racing, we were absolutely hated by the factory racers, the factory riders detested us and just thought, you know, we were just chickens that shouldn't be there, that we were in the way of everybody. And the funny thing is that, you know, Biagi would, would deliberately, you know, cut, cut you up as would make, you know, make would do his best to, to, to cut you up and shake his fist and all the rest of it, uh, you know, and everything else, every, every sign, every wanker sign and everything going there. It was totally <laughs> normal. Everybody, everybody was allowed to do that to each other and you're allowed to, you're allowed to run into each other and run each other off the track and receive no penalties for it, which was, I think the way it's, it's, it should still be a little, a little bit like that. I think it's got, it's, it's, the whole thing has become a, a very, very sterilized. You know, I, I didn't think that, um, that, that there was going to be any penalties on the last lap in, in Moto 3. It was, yeah. I, I thought it was more yeah. of a recent incident, you know, one, of, one the, of those things. The guy who actually yeah, absolutely agrees, the guy who absolutely agrees with you is, is Matt, Matt Maladin. You know who who was you know, a vicious, savage human being, and a, you know, hell of a motorcycle racer, and he's you know absolutely across. It. Tell them all to get fucked, right? Like fucking into it. We're we're not here to fuck spiders. We're here to race motorcycles, right? Hey, Jeremy, I I, I asked some of our listeners uh, to give me some questions for you, and they gave me three. I thought they were really good questions, actually. So the first one was, what was it like to ride for Kenny Roberts? Great, great fun. Best two years of my life. Uh, he, he was a character, obviously, you know, and Kenny being Kenny, you know, would always, uh, it was definitely very, very non-PC, he would have said all the wrong things, but only Kenny could could do it and get away with it the way he did, and uh, and funnily enough, you know, riders that have ridden for him in the past have told me he was a nightmare to, to ride for, but I was the, one of the, I think one or maybe the only rider that, that sort of stood up to him and told him to get stuff whenever he told me to, you know, don't go back out again. Like, like he did at Phillip Island. He said, don't be going back out again. You're, you're on the front row. You don't need to go any further. And I, I, I said, told the voice, put another tire on that right now and ignore him. <laughs> put another tire in and went back out and put it on pole. You know, and he, he was, he, his, 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 his head was in his hands the whole lap, you know, just thinking that I'm going to 
you know, throw throw it away at Siberia or somewhere. And uh, I came back in and had the pole position. But he he was sort of, you know, a very, very clever, very, 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 very clever guy and knew everything about the motorcycle. So, you know, you couldn't bullshit him. And, you know, he, he was right. He used to tell me that, that I leaned over too far and I didn't get my body off the bike. And he was absolutely right. I, I was using a, a very classic style. And, you know, he's saying to me, you know, if you just watch yourself on video, you can see that you don't get off the bike enough. And the reason why you crash so much is because you basically haven't got enough body weight off the bike. And he was dead, right? And it wasn't until after I, I those years with Kenny that I, that, that I learned that. I didn't learn it at the time, even though he told me it. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> he, he was, he, he was, he, you know, he was a brilliant guy to work for, you know, some, we went, went over and even spent time with him, uh, at his ranch and the new year training and stuff and yeah, it was mainly training and then partying and then training again and then maybe having another party because it was his birthday it was right in the middle of that time I think it was New Year's Eve was his birthday so uh, we, 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 we we played hard and you know worked hard and played hard and and, and he was just a, an awesome an awesome boss to work for he uh, he was he showed us you know a lot of took us around a lot in Spain, took us out for food and stuff, and we spent a lot of time with him. You know, and, uh, you know that some of the things he got up to, you know, were uh, that day when we were over up for his birthday party, you know, everything, they shoot everything from fireworks to cannons. Um, <laughs> they told me it was the only, the, only, the, the only day they couldn't get insurance on the ranch. You know, we were all riding, everybody's riding around, you know, flat out on the, on the, 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 the supermoto track. On the motocross tracks, we're doing everything. Then he goes, "Okay, let's see who can shoot clay pigeons." Then we do some clay pigeon shooting. Then coming up to the the, the, the midnight, they set a, a cannon off. You could understand why they didn't have insurance at the at the ranch on that day. But yeah, I still keep in touch with them. Still, still love him the bits. He hasn't changed at all. Thankfully, I saw him at Laguna Seca, and he was just a, he's a he's a character. So, se- second question was when you're racing the baggers. What's what's in the panniers? Is it a six pack? Wet weather gear? What what what's in there? Those, uh, I'll tell you a story about those panniers. Those panniers are about about four thousand dollars to buy. They're they're made of carbon fiber. They're, they're <laughs> absolutely zero. But we should, you know, at some stage at the, in the last race, we should open them and take something out of them. <laughs> they, you know, a blow up <laughs> doll or something. Yeah, big fan. Yeah. Something like you said, a million six pack. You know, we should we should bring something out at the end just to celebrate because I get asked that question so so much. And uh, yeah, we 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 got to start carrying something. In. It should it, it should actually be you know I, I think it should be a rule that you've got to carry something in your panier. That yes, should, that should be. Yes, that should be the rule. Like a puncture uh, uh, repair. Yeah. No, a, a pie and peas, or you know, <laughs> something substantial. You know, yeah, a haddock, a ha- smoke. Open the haddock. suggestions. If, if if you come up, whoever comes up with the best suggestion, I'll put it in for the last race. <laughs> I, I reckon a six pack, and then just pull over, crack it open, be shake it everywhere. It'll be everything great. And the, and the last question. This is this is something I had no idea about. So someone said to me, ask Jeremy about the Scarlett Johansson movie that he was in. Ah, well, I know about this. Uh, yeah. Oh, you've looked in, into it, right? Okay, I could ask <laughs> that one a lot too. Well, um, no, quite, quite frankly, I, I, I've masturbated over Scarlett O'Hara. Quite, you know, like I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I've what, masturbated what? over Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's more information than we need. <laughs> oh, no, it's uh, okay. Yeah, We're all friends. Yeah. <laughs> so have I. 
that was uh, that was very very surreal. Um, I'll tell you a funny story if I've got time. I'll tell you. Yeah, absolutely. How came about. So the, uh, the I got a, I got a phone call from a guy in who owns a, a dealership in uh, in the south of England, and he he phoned me and said, like, you know. Uh, they're looking for a, an actor for a, a movie, a, a Jonathan Glazer movie. And I said, yeah, well, why, why would you be calling me? I, I ride motorbikes. He said, no, they need somebody who can ride a motorbike really fast in the middle of winter in the highlands of Scotland. And I thought, this, this is bullshit. I mean, he's talking nonsense, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, sir. Okay, yeah, get them to call me. Let me know more. Of course, then, the, you know, the, one of the casting uh Directors called and said, um, "I'm such and such. Would you, would you be willing to look at this movie, the thing that we're, uh, we're looking, we need a writer for?" And again, I thought it was one of my friends up yeah. to their tricks, you know, it's just a wind calling up, me yeah. and a prank, prank call. A wind up, yeah. And I ignored it. Yeah, the wind up. This thought it was a complete wind up. And I said, "Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, why don't you get Johnson to call me?" Because I know Jonathan Glazer, you know, and, and you know, I've uh, watched the, I think his other movie was Sexy Beast or something, you know, with, with yeah. Ray Winston's in it. And I, I I said, yeah, just get Jonathan to call me. And they said, yeah, well, you got Skype. And this was the days when you had a big laptop sitting in the in, in the computer cabinet and a uh, full screen. And but next thing, of course, my Skype call comes in, and it was Jonathan. <laughs> and I said, yeah. And, and, and it was definitely Jonathan Glazer. I'm thinking, okay, maybe this isn't such a wind up. And he said, look, okay, would you at least, uh, you, you've got the right looks for it. And I said, why, why, what, what are you looking for? And he says, I need a bad guy. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I think you, you're, you might have the right looks for this and you might go well in the movie. And, and, and of course, I still think it now. I'm still thinking there's a bit of a wind up because he then said, would you put a pair of leathers on and walk up and down your living room? With a pair of leathers on? <laughs> This is definitely a fucking wind up. This is before so my fans, I did, yeah. <laughs> I said, "What?" I said, "What about if I get my missus to video it and then send you the video?" What does that do? Because I'm not going to get dressed in the pair of leathers in front of him and then walk up and down while he's on the Skype call. <laughs> it's kind of weird. And yeah. <laughs> he said, "Yeah, okay, that'll do." So. My missus, she, she's filming me, and I'm walking up and down. I'm going, where am I supposed to walk? I'm, are you supposed to look? What's the bad guy supposed to look like with a pair of black colors on? So I'm walking up and down, and of course, at that, at that point, my best mate walks in through the back door, and I think, ah, oh, you bastard, you bastard, you've, you've, you've caught me. And he came and he said, what are you doing walking up and down with, with leathers on? What, what, you, you weirdo, what, 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 are you, what are you doing? So I, I thought he had walked in. And, and it was, you know, uh, he was going to say, yeah, I caught you. Um, but actual, in actual fact, it was true. Jonathan Glazer wanted me to do the movie, and I ended up going over and doing it and spending about 40, 45 days uh, in and out of Scotland, riding motorbikes in the, like, in the first thing in the morning when the light came up, last thing at night when the light was going down through villages at 130 miles an hour up and down the motorway at ridiculous speeds uh, with a, a mate of mine following me on my camera bike because the guys that they got to do it weren't fast enough to <laughs> do the filming. Yeah, you said ride fast. <laughs> Fantastic. So, yeah, it was, it, it, was, it was funny. But you know what? 
I've never got another job. In <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go and find that now and get some tissues oh, and some hand lotion. We're, and- we're going to sell it, right? <laughs> it's going to be great. No, don't, don't. It's, it, it, it's the weirdest movie ever. It's absolutely weird. I mean, it still ranks as like Guardian top five or something. If you look at Guardian best movies of all time, it's still it's still in there in the top five or four. And I can't for the life of me work out why. <laughs> Does, does Scarlett Johansson take her tits out, or is it, does that happen? Because that would certainly catapult it straight to the top of my list. <laughs> yeah, she's a little bit uh, naked in some parts of it, yeah. A little bit uh, naked, a little bit naked. That's it. That's, that's my that's evening it. watching <laughs> taken care I'm of. Done. It's called Under the Skin, people, if you want to go. Right, um, just, 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 yeah. before we, just before we wind up, mate, um, just a, an overview from yourself as as probably the, the, the and I hate to use that word gra- the grand master of <laughs> motorcycle racing which you are you're you're probably one of the most mature guys still <laughs> racing I don't want to fucking say the no, word old no. because he's a villain he's a fucking movie villain right <laughs> he's gonna he'll fucking, fucking kill you he'll kill me right I don't have enough neck tattoos yet no. right so your overview of, of of the MotoGP season thus far. What are you thinking? I mean, Honda is in so much fucking shit. Pooja's hair has fallen out. <laughs> fucking, it, it's just—it's chaos. It's fucking, it's—it's it, it's awful and wonderful and still the greatest sport in the world. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, firstly, let, let, thank God you know that Pega wasn't injured. I can't believe that he got ran over and didn't break anything. That—that—that that, that was a miracle. I mean, how he crashed is still a bit strange. You know, was it a high side or did something break on the bike? Anyway. Regardless of that, he, at least he'll be out. Hopefully, he'll be out of the next one, so he's not going to lose too much in, in the championship. Yep. But, you know, regardless, of, I, I mean, Peg was unbeatable. Uh, you know, the he's, he's just he's just like, like next level. You know, when Rossi was in his golden years, he, he, he's doing exactly the same. He's he's just a, an enigma. You know, and I think he'll carry that on for quite a few years as well. But but as far as MotoGP goes, I, I still think that. We all want to sit down and watch it. It never gets boring. It's very rarely, you know, procession. There's always there's always a fight somewhere, and, and you know, KTM being what you know what they've how they've progressed. I think if you look at any of the history from KTM, they've all won always won world championships in their yep. seventh year yep. of coming into a championship, and next year is their seventh year in MotoGP. So if they got Mark Marquez on board, which I, I, you know, I'd love to see because he's going nowhere with Honda. Wouldn't it be Wouldn't it be awesome to see Mark riding a KTM at the front? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, there are all sorts of rumours. But yeah, yeah, at I think the moment, he would be at the front on the well, KTM. Yeah, at I the, think at, so. or well, in the Prilia even. Or yeah. in Prilia, but at the moment, KTM has. Oh, for, for, KDM is five fucking riders and four fucking bikes, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, and, Car- and Carmelo's suggestion is out. Well, you've got a spare bloke, you know, Acosta or Miller. Yeah, they, they can take turns, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's no. That's not going to work. You know? <laughs> it's not going to work. I mean, you know. And, I don't and, think they're going to give I, I think it's a pity they won't give them the other slot. You know, they, they try to get the other slot um, so they could have another team. And I don't think that's going to happen, but because it, it's it's being kept for another manufacturer to come in, but there's no other manufacturers to come in. Yeah, well, it's, it's certainly in terms of there's no Japanese manufacturers remotely interested. Well, no, no one's making any noise. So no. there was there was rumours about BMW. There was a, no one's even close. Yeah, 
So you know, no, can... exactly. So why, why not just give it to KTM and let them have another two slots until such times as somebody else needs it? Yeah, I yeah, agree. Yeah, I agree too. All right. Well, mate, thank you so, so much. It's been wonderful having you, you with you, us you've joining o- us. You've honoured us. You've honoured us. You've honoured us with, with your time and, 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 you know, your stories. We'd love to get you back on again maybe later on in the season, maybe get you and Simon Crayfire on at the same time. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah, yeah. I don't know if um, you're, you can see where I'm sitting here, but this is this is pretty awesome. We can. Uh, awesome. Wow. Here's where we... This is uh, that's where the pits are over where that building is at it, the back. So it's a it's a paddock on a, a cliff. It's a lovely place to be. Yeah, there's the, the paddock's right here over the northwest. So it's, a, it's an awesome place to be when the weather's like this. The problem is in May when we come here, the weather's not like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's island. It's island. We that's why it's green. That's why I asked where you were because it's sunny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yeah, so we're just about to jump on that little golf course and play nine holes, and then uh, go for a coffee. And because I got to go back to work tomorrow, I've got to fly over to Coda and uh, and start work again. We got a we got a big big weekend ahead of us. Uh, five races, two double headers. And a, there's two double headers on a, and a sprint race. Baggers, Super Hooligan, and of course that sprint race which we all hate. I love that you call um, it work. I love that you call it, mate. <laughs> We we wish you the very very yeah, best of luck. Good luck. We want to see you be the champion this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Do it, do it, mate. Thank you again so well, so dude. much. Love your work. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Thanks, Jeremy. Thank you. Bye bye. All the best. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.